Back together and yet apart again, and it feels so good. Hey there, Robbie. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm just fine as we continue another week of whatever the hell it is is going on. You are there. I am here. And yet the 222 podcast continues to chug along. Yep. Chug a lug. Chug a lug a lug. And um, I'll tell you, a little PSA for everybody out there. No matter how cheap you are, don't buy $150 laptops. They just don't work out. Don't do it. I don't care how good the sale works uh, looks. I don't care how good the specs look because you're not a tech person. No tech person is buying $150 laptops. Just spend $400 and get a laptop that'll last for a couple years instead of being frustrated and wanting to throw the thing out the window because I have two cheapies. One I got specifically to record this dopey show and anything else I have to do here at home in the studio. And then I got one just for the internet to do show research and it has word on it. That's the only two things it's used for. And they yeah. both suck so hard. This one that it's used for the internet and the word is so slow. And now this jerk store right here that we record on, whenever I go to upload the shows now, it, it connects to the internet for all of like, I don't know, three minutes and then drops off. Oh, that's fun. And it says no internet, but it stays connected <clears throat> to my Wi-Fi. So then I got to hit disconnect reconnect and then it's a race against time to get everything written and uploaded and clicked around before the thing uh disconnects again and i don't know what to do i'm guessing the wireless card is just taking a dump and listen i'm in technology and i'll be very frank with you here yes it blows yes <laughs> Are you- there's no i mean yeah. it, it just blows i mean there's no way around it it's a pain you need it and it never works i don't care and here's the thing I just built a computer. Uh, oh, a look weeks. at me. How you doing? I built a computer. Oh. My name's Robbie. You know, I want to get out. That's not a big yeah. deal or anything, but you know, I built a computer. So I built a computer. But listen, there's problems. Like even building your own computer and handpicking the parts and the specs and everything, it's a pain. Nothing works. No, and then on top of it, like I said, when you just try to get the cheapest thing available, that just never – And you know, there's nothing that works out in. I don't know of anything where you just go and get the cheapest thing you're going to be happy with it. Now, if you get something that yeah, is, like, yeah, if you get something that's like twenty dollars off, that's a deal. That there, you're saving money. Yeah, but there are certain things that you should just invest in, and the like laptop. Like cars, they didn't survive. <laughs> no, no, Saturn cars, they're not around anymore. Yeah. yeah, they didn't survive. There are some things you should just invest in, and a laptop when you're doing anything in 2020 is probably one of those things. It's probably one of those things. And the- but the problem with you and I is we are so cheap. Yes. I mean, so cheap. Yes. I mean, ridiculously cheap. Like, yes. I can't shop without coupons because. Yeah, embarrassingly cheap. So cheap. Yeah. I, I mean, like, and I will research something till the last minute to buy something. Like, if I can get a promo code online, 10%, 2%, 1%, whatever. If I can get cheaper i'm gonna sniff that out and i'm gonna find it so that also goes against us though because like in your situation buying a cheap laptop our cheapness hurts yeah well then i also go in what i do for my research is like i'll look at the price at other stores but i'll also go and look at the user comments the people who have previously bought this item how do they feel about it how many stars does it have and i don't believe any of those anymore i don't believe any of those anymore no they're all lies they're all lies they're all plants 
It's all a conspiracy to get us to buy it because at the end of the day, we are dumb. We are stupid. We are yep. cheap. We are idiots. And we'll do anything to save a buck. Now, I'm okay with this laptop here, the recording one, because at the end of the day, as long as it records, I can always use a flash drive, put it onto another laptop, and uh, upload it from there. But I'll tell you what is not any good, and that's the fact that the recording literally just froze as we're talking about it. Now it's back. But I'll tell you what isn't any good. It's this thing over here that won't go on the internet. Like the fact that it's so slow to upload things and just to open a web page, yeah. copy and paste. I This thing is a – if I never open this thing again, I will be happy. And the thing is too, like you need the internet for everything. So you know what I mean? Like I yeah. mean – you have to have it. So if it's not connected to the internet, it's just a $150 paperweight yeah. at this point. Well, this one connects. It just is slow. It's just slow. Mm-hmm. This one, at least, the one that won't connect and disconnects, at least it records. So it has a purpose. Not a great yes, purpose, true. but it has a purpose. But anyway, uh, good to be here. A uh, big, exciting day. I saw yesterday on uh, the Facebook that Wawa was reestablishing their self-serve coffee and their self-serve fountain drinks, which meant that they were opening up the Coke Freestyle. I stopped on the way home, and for the first time in over two months, I had a fountain soda. And let me tell you, it was magical. It was everything I hoped it would be, and maybe even a little bit more. I'm jealous. I have to run out here in a little bit after the podcast we record today. I'm going to stop and get a 44-ounce. I might get two! That's how excited I am. 88 ounces of baby going into my bladder. I had 44 ounces too. I was I was going I reached my hand out towards the cups and I initially reached towards the 32 ounces because I feel like that's the respectable size. I feel like when you go 44, people look at you. Yeah, yeah I don't care. People look at me all the time. I know. But, you know, you try to be you try to go along with society. We all try to yeah, ju- walk the line. Judge this. You shove your face full of donuts, I'm shoving my face full of freestyle. Yeah, but we do that, too. We, we do that, too. We're also doing Oh, that. yeah. Of yeah. course we do. Yeah. <laughs> but I went right for the 44, did my old splash of the vanilla Coke Zero, and then hard on the cherry Coke Zero, and oh, my gosh. It was just... It, I came home. I didn't even put the straw in until I got home. I sat down. I made my oh. lunch, and I just had a nice fountain soda with my lunch, and it was it was great. See, I'm undecided. I, that's why I think I'm going to have to get two, because I don't know if I want a cherry mellow yellow. I, I thought about mellow yellow. Or just my old go-to cherry Coke Zero. Yeah. I don't know. It's debating. It is. So, I don't know. I'm excited. Also, which made my little chrome dome start to think, I haven't had Starbucks in almost three months. <laughs> that might be the best thing that's ever happened to you, though. It could be because right, I'm kind of like, I really don't need that. And how much money I'm saving. Because really, I, I thought about that because I was like, oh, what else have I really given up? I'm like, holy crap. I've had no Starbucks since all this happened. Yeah, that might be the best thing that's ever happened to you. But you're you're alone in that because I'm telling you, this why I'm missing Starbucks over here. I'll, be, I'll make a run to the grocery store or I'll just try to avoid the highway for some reason and I'll drive by it. And during pre-pandemic days the line at the Starbucks would go like maybe seven cars deep. So um, it's like a long strip mall and the Starbucks is at the end. So the drive throughs at the end of the building. So it would maybe go, you know, around the corner of like the strip mall and kind of maybe flatten out to the back part of the strip mall. But there have been numerous times 
during this pandemic where I drive by and the line wraps all the way around the strip mall, all the way to the other side. People are lining up in front of the strip mall to get in the drive through line and they're waiting all the way around the drive through That's got to be a 45-minute drive through line. It has to be a 45-minute yeah, drive-thru line. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. I, I, I would never – I mean, listen, I, I don't – I couldn't wait. I couldn't sit in my car that long to, for coffee. I mean, it's ridiculous. But I, I can't imagine what I would wait for for 45 minutes in a drive through line to to do that. I can't I don't unless Kate Upton is at the end of that drive through line. I don't know what I'm waiting. But even then, even then I'm like, well, you know, I'll just get I'll just go online. There's probably I'll just go <laughs> you know, they do wonderful things with HD nowadays. I <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I need to like. I can't imagine what I would wait in that line for. You know what I mean? Maybe Ryan Reynolds. Right? That's it's very telling. I won't wait in line for Kate Upton, but Ryan Reynolds, The Rock, I would. Yeah, but I mean, there'd have to be something spectacular at the end of that line. Yeah, because it's just for what? I mean, just for coffee? I could have been home, pants off, pants off. Drinking my own coffee, watching TV, and asleep. Yeah, like in ten minutes, it just doesn't make sense to me. I, I don't know. I don't understand. And then not even just coffee, but like overpriced coffee. And again, I like. I know I'm in the minority with that as well. I like Dunkin' Donuts better. And Dunkin' Donuts is right down the street. And at the most, I've seen like three or four cars in line. Now it's steady there throughout the day when I drive by, but it's not like the Starbucks. Starbucks, let me tell you, they uh, who. Mr. Starbucks or Mrs. Starbucks, whoever's at the helm of that company, they have got one hell of a racket going on because it is unbelievable. It is unbelievable. But I was so happy to go back to the uh, the uh, whole uh, point of this. I was very happy to uh, have the uh, the uh, Wawa freestyle Coke machine back again because I did. I missed. I desperately missed um, Fountain Soda. And I'll be honest with you, I don't miss Star. I like I don't miss it. I mean, it's good. You know what I mean? Like, and I think now it's kind of maybe has broken my. You know, I detox, so to speak, and I'm I'm good. I don't need it. Was, was there any sweating? Was there chills? Oh, I was like in the corner, just like rocking, <laughs> scratching my face oh, and everything. Ma- you need know. a macchiato. Need a macchiato. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Latte, 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 latte. I need you someone know, to but, charge uh, me eight dollars for something that costs sixty nine cents. Oh, I gotta need it real bad. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is, though, I'll tell you this: my Keurig has never been pumping out more. The coffee that oh my god, it that sucker is like working overtime. That thing's sweating because I'll tell you, it's it's pumping a lot of coffee. How long have you had your Keurig? Ah, three years. All right, because we've had ours. We can't. We don't even know how long. It might be ten years old. We might be ten years old, and it's on its last leg. Like it'll make coffee, but the coffee comes out. Like if that was if that was your stream, you'd have to you'd have a prostate problem. Like it's just not a. It's not a strong stream that is coming out of that coffee maker, and it, it's on. It's dying. It is going to die real soon, and I'd like to be upset about it, but I'm like, yeah, it's like my car. When, when that guy crashed into my car, decided to make that left turn when I was going through the intersection and just drove directly into the Pontiac Sunfire, I couldn't even be all that mad because I'm like, I drove the crap out of this thing for 14 years and got everything yeah. I wanted out of it, and that's how I feel about the Keurig, too, so we're going to have to I had- reinvest. Yeah, I had one before that probably lasted about five yeah. when they first came out, or maybe even longer than that. Now, this one I got, 
It has like a little LCD screen on it. And like it's a touch screen. Uh, thing. You got state of the art stuff. Let me tell you. No, I listen. I did Sam's Club. It was like dirt cheap. Like it was our display or something. I don't know. You know, listen, cheapness is a gift. But the thing is, like the LCD screen sometimes fritzes out. And you're like guessing. Am I getting eight ounces? Am I getting 10 ounces? Am I getting six ounces? You don't know. But guess what? It still pumps coffee and I really don't care. I'll just keep it and then the coffee's overflowing. I don't care. I am not buying a new one until this thing just says, I'm done. See, Tapping. mine is so old that it's the black one and it still has the three buttons for like the small cup, oh, yeah. the medium <laughs> cup, and the large <laughs> cup. And there's never more panic in the day than when you accidentally hit the large button and you just have a regular size mug sitting there. Oh, <laughs> you got to figure You're out. Like, yes. Putting the other cup in, yeah. juggling, pouring. <laughs> you never realize it till it starts pouring. And I'll tell you what I did the other day. The other day I was in a stupor when I got up. It was a Saturday or Sunday morning. I got up. I got the uh, mug out of the uh, out of the uh, uh, the shelf and I put it on the counter. And I put my I always put my sweet and low, my pink packet in before I put the uh, uh, coffee in. So I put it there. I was kind of half sleeping, talking to Julie, talking to Lena. Put the uh, Keurig cup in pulled the thing down, pressed the button, and went to walk away. And then I got two steps away. I heard it making the very familiar Keurig. It's starting to brew sound. And then I remembered the cup is still on the counter. It's not under where the Keurig is. So I had to go and do a slow-motion superhero dive with the cup and try to get it as the coffee started coming out and get it under there just in time to catch the coffee. That's that's funny. I know it's it's like a science experiment. You're like you know back and forth yeah. mixing solutions, trying to juggle. How do I get this into the Bunsen burner? <laughs> that's funny. Where's my beaker? Yeah. So um, a big a lot of stuff to talk about. I, I went out and I will say that um, one of the one of the uh, advantages for me personally during this um, pandemic and during the lockdown, and you've probably noticed it from the show. I have done less stupid things in public because I've been home all the time and I've had yeah. fewer chances to make an ass out of myself in public. <laughs> but this week I had to make a run to the grocery store and it was to purchase an item we hadn't purchased in probably two or three months and um, just fate caught up with me and something terrible happened at a grocery store. I told the uh, story okay. at 8 a.m. this morning on the show. It happened on Wednesday. I will share it with you because there is no one in my life who gets more joy out of stuff like this than you do. Uh, I also, oh, wanna, I, I know. I love it. I also want to talk about uh, the Impractical Jokers dinner party show that was on last night. We talked about it a little bit uh, last week on the show. The big Justice League story, the Snyder Cut coming out. I want to talk a little bit about that. The Tiger Woods match on Sunday. Um, and um, I want to see if we have time. We might not have time to get into this, but I had a conversation today with someone who was talking about how they followed someone on social media thinking that that person would then follow them back and then they didn't get the follow back so they unfollowed them so i want to talk about weaponized following on twitter because there are people i think who will follow you right just to see if they get the follow back and then when they don't get and the follow they won't. yes <laughs> and then when they don't get the follow back like they angrily unfollow someone else well, if we talk about that, we should also talk about uh, what I did to you on Facebook. Yeah, well, we definitely have to talk about that. I, <laughs> you know what? We'll lead with that because Robbie, Robbie cut me real deep. It's the 222 Podcast, <laughs> episode 197. It's 15 minutes in. We haven't gotten things started. Let's play the open. 
Fight Flight Directors, I want the go, no, go for launch. Retro. Go Flight. Booster. Go Flight. Inco. Go Flight. Trajectory. Go Flight. Fido. Go Flight. Ava. Go Flight. Capcom Freedom. Go Flight. Capcom Independence. Go Flight. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's pucker time. Oh, not again. This is the 222 Podcast with Mike Keller. The jerk store called. They're running out of you. And Robbie Lessig. You just made the list. Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash Mike and Robbie and at Mike and Robbie on Twitter. Plus, you can send them an email at 222M&R at gmail.com. We're ready to believe you. Now, here's Mike. It's Miller time. Yes, it is. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Episode 197 of the 222 podcast right here on MikeandRobbie.Podbean.com. Apple Podcast app, TuneIn app, Podbean app. Lots of ways to listen to the show, and you can connect with us. We promise not to uh, ignore your connection on social media. At Mike and Robbie on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Mike and Robbie. Reach out and touch us, and we're also on Twitter uh, separately. I'm at Mike Keller, W E E U. And uh, what is your Twitter handle? Do you remember your Twitter handle? I know you get your Twitter handle, Robbie, and your Instagram handle mixed up. It's at Rob Lessig, I believe. I think you're right. I think at Rob Lessig on Twitter, and then it's at yes, Robbie at Lessig, Rob Lessig. And it's Robbie Lessig on yes. Instagram. Yes, All right. and which is weird because I think Robbie Lessig was taken on Twitter. Like, what? That's I should just I should I should sue for gimmick infringement. Well, there is a guy who has Mike Keller just at Mike Keller on Twitter, and it hasn't been used in like a decade. Mm. And it is so flipping tilting. It really upsets me each and every time I look at his account because for like like once a week, I will go ahead. And I will check to see if he's still using it or if he finally, like, just deleted his account because I desperately want to go ahead and grab at Mike Keller and just have at Mike Keller. Do you have to, like, can you just make that your Twitter handle or do you have to, like, delete your WEU one or how does that work? No, I could just keep it. I could just rename my Twitter Uh, handle. Yeah, let me see right now. I don't know if you could. Yeah, I'll check right now. Let me see if... uh, if you can fingers crossed this is breaking news Break. if it happens <laughs> this would be huge this would make my day this would literally make my day if for some reason this guy finally deleted his account or if twitter deleted his account cuz i've heard different yeah, rumors that twitter might start like deleting accounts that are inactive all right i have mike k e l l e typed in Here's the R. Ah, jerk. Ah. Already, already in use. So unfortunately, I'm sticking with Mike Keller, W-E-E-U. But um, speaking of social media, earlier this week, I went online to um, go ahead and share a post from our uh, Facebook page. And whenever I do that, I share it on my personal account. And I tag you for two reasons, to let people know that you're the guy I do the show with. And also Makes to sense. kind of let you know. That, hey, I did this. Go ahead. If you want to share it yourself, it is now available to be shared. And I went in there, and I was on my phone, and I typed in R-O-B-B, and that's usually as far as I have to get, and your name pops up under friends when I go to tag you in an account uh, or in a post. And I looked, and no Robbie. 
didn't come up. <laughs> so I went, maybe something's going on. Sometimes things go goofy because I do a lot of tagging and posts for work, like for different sponsors and stuff. And sometimes it just goes goofy, especially on phones, and won't let you tag. So it's like, maybe not a big deal. Let me just try to tag him in the body of the post. So I go to tag you in there. No Robbie. And I went to the top then of the very tippy top of the Facebook page. I went to the search. I just typed in R-O-B-B-I-E-L-E-S-S-I-G. I hit search. And no Robbie Lessig <laughs> popped up. Nowhere on Facebook. I was like, did he get hacked? Did he have to delete his account? I feel like if he had to delete his account, he would have let me know. I would have gotten yeah. some sort of text. You won't believe the ass that's happening to me. I feel like I would have known. <laughs> so now I was worried about you, but I went about my business, stuff to do. I shared on Twitter. Your Twitter was still there. Tagged you on Instagram. Your gram was still there. Your IG, as the kids say. Mm -hmm. And uh, mm -hmm. I went just about things the way we go. And then a day or two later, I checked again. And I started thinking to myself, did he block me? Did I? <laughs> did I do something to piss off Robbie? And he blocked me? What could I have We did have the show that done? day, too. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> did I say something on the show? Did I do something wrong? Because I'm not going to lie. When these mics turn on here and at the station, you ask me what I said two seconds after the show is over, I have no idea. I don't remember. Yeah. Too many words come out of my mouth on a weekly basis doing this crap for me to remember what I said. So I could have very easily upset you said something stupid, and maybe you just got fed up, and that was the end of the 222 podcast, and this was your <laughs> way of telling me. I'm out. <laughs> you, I, I've already had one co-host uh, from a podcast who doesn't talk to me anymore. I figure, what the hell? We might as well make it, too. So I all of a yes. sudden texted you, and I think, I like, let me go back here. The problem is, whenever I go back to read one of our texts, sometimes you got to really go back, because we do text way too much. Um, yeah, we do. So um, let me look here. Let me look here. Let me look here. So I went, hey, man, this is Sunday, last Sunday. Hey, man, I tried to tag you on Facebook, and you're not showing up. And all I get back is <laughs> unblocked. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell happened? Okay, so in my current um, social situation, we'll call it that, um, you know, there are certain people that I don't want seeing certain things your, and such. Your, your lifestyle change. <laughs> ah, yes. My lifestyle change. <laughs> I'm sitting here drinking my Miller Lite. By the way, my last, my last aluminum pint of Miller Lite. Very sad. Speaking of cheap, I went back to buying 30 Rocks. And I'm drinking it. I almost had beer come out my nose when I thought, you're, when I thought that in my head. So I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, my lifestyle change. That's what I'm going to call it from now on. My lifestyle change. You're welcome. Um, there, yes, there are certain things I don't want certain people to see anymore. And, you know, it's kind of like this is why the, the modern age of technology sucks, because, you know, like, you know, you don't want everything to be out there. But, you know, we do this and we're celebrities, so we have to have <laughs> <laughs> we have to have social media presence, our brand, as you would say. The, People in the, the biz say. I wish you could hear eye rolls. I just <laughs> <laughs> that one was so big, I think I did hear it. <laughs> I, think, I think the iPad moved when I eye rolled. And um, so there's a certain mic that I wanted to block, and I was removing pictures from, you know, from my Facebook page and 
such. And I clicked on one of them and it said, remove tag. And you were in this picture with this other mic uh-huh. and remove tag. And it says, do you want to block Mike? <laughs> You're like, well, that's an so, option I hadn't considered, but <laughs> yeah, I'm like, huh, why not? <laughs> it did say the last name. It just said Mike. And I clicked yes. And after it happened, I'm like, I hope that was the right mic. And <laughs> but, I, but you didn't, <laughs> you didn't go back and check. You didn't go back and check. No, I didn't go back and check because I was busy deleting and trying to, you know, like block people. So I'm like, eh, eh I'm sure it's right. Because <laughs> now this picture was from years ago. And I'm like, I don't remember. I don't think he, I don't know what's happening. And your wife was in the picture. She didn't get so, blocked. <laughs> she, I don't think I blocked her. So you did, you know, you did take the picture in essence, <laughs> and I blocked you. <laughs> I blocked you. And then I think I called you to explain it, and I didn't know how to unblock you. I know how to block. Because let's face it, when you block people, it's like, why would you ever unblock them? <laughs> I looked when when you when you asked me that, like, you're like, how do I unblock people? I looked at my phone to make sure I wasn't talking to my dad. I was <laughs> normally he's the yeah. one asking me how to do things on Facebook. I was like, um, you know. Go to Facebook. Go to my profile. There's probably a, a an option to unblock me on the profile. Is that right? Uh, no. Well, yes, yes. I'm sorry. Yes, because I searched you and it was blank, and it says you are blocking Mike Keller. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to click the little you know unblock button. But there is I w- there is a people you can block. I wish you would have taken a screenshot of that. <laughs> So, so, um, yeah, so I unblocked you. And by the way, I blocked a lot of people. Good for you. Good for you. There's a lot of people on the list. Yeah. <laughs> I've only blocked a handful of people. And I'll tell you, there's one guy who I still don't think is over it. There's one guy. One guy I blocked years ago. And after, yeah. after the station ownership change, he was still complaining about me blocking him to the new owner of the radio station he's a grown man uh, that's what i'm saying oh, facebook and social media turns grown adults yeah. into children yeah children i'm not that interesting so, you know you know and when you go through a divorce you have to there you go you have to kind of limit what you want divorce people to see you know that person and their family because again we're all children well also i will say this for you um you know when you are in a relationship you put up with certain people that after a relationship ends you no longer have to put up with and i'm not talking about anybody in that relationship i'm talking about the people surrounding the relationship that may be a step away from the person you're in the relationship with so if you're friends with somebody you may only be friends with them because of the person who's your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your wife, your husband, your partner, whatever the case may be. So once that is removed from the equation, there's no reason to still be in contact with that other person if exactly. you don't really enjoy their company. Yeah, exactly. And and the thing is, too, there are people that I have friends that I never liked anyway. I never That's liked I mean. them. Yeah, I never wanted to friend them. It was just, uh, well, it's going to cause less problems if I don't click accept. And let me tell you, that block and unfriend button shall set you free, friend. Let me tell you. It was a liberating experience. If I ever lose this job, right, I'm going to go from like 1,100 friends to like four. (laughs) 
<laughs> it, it was trimming the fat, baby. Let me tell you. <laughs> Let me tell you. It was fantastic. Oh. It was very therapeutic. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. So, I, unfortunately, you got caught in the crosshairs. <laughs> hey, they call it friendly fire, my friend. I got caught in the friendly fire. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm glad we're back together on Facebook. And while we're here, look, I was talking to someone today, and um, they were upset because a person who they feel is on the same level of them professionally, they sent a, a, a follow. They followed them on, on Twitter, and they did not get the follow back. So I guess in an angry kind of hissy fit at the time, they went and unfollowed the person who they followed. So they put the feeler out there. Hey, we are, um, we are peers. I'm going to follow you on Twitter, expecting that they would get a follow back. Didn't get a follow back in a certain amount of time. So then remove the follow of them. And I have seen this before with like different accounts that will come and follow you specifically for you to follow them back. And then after you do that, they unfollow you. Because let's face it, whoever goes back and takes inventory in who you're following and who's following you and how those things line up. You just kind of forget yeah. about it after you click. So I believe, and I don't, I'm sure this term has been used before, but I believe there is weaponized following in social media that people are using for good and for evil, but mostly to hurt people's feelings. Because you get into a fight with somebody, you go and unfollow that person, that might cut deeper than saying like angry words to them. Yeah, exactly. Exa yeah, it, yeah, it's true. It's like you're almost like, it's like very passive aggressive, right? Oh, it's super passive aggressive. You know, because it's like, oh, you're not saying anything, but it's, you know, it's like, oh, you know, like you're trying to make them look like the bad guy. It's crazy. It's crazy. And I agree. I see this all the time. And, you know, and one of the, yeah, and like I've seen this before and I've heard this actually, not me personally, but I've heard this like, so, so all friend, you know, your friend record, like Instagram is a big one, like because it's like a friend request of a follow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. follow. It's much like Twitter. So like. Yeah, so you'll follow someone, but then they never follow you back. Oh, it hurts. It hurts so bad. <laughs> it hurts so bad. It oh, it just cuts you so deep. I got a follow from someone recently, and I, I really, really debated whether or not to follow them back. And it was someone, and there are certain people, and you know it when you see it. There's no way to really explain it. It's just you know it. There are certain people you should follow back. You know what I mean? Whether it's personally oh, yeah. or professionally, you may not give a damn about anything they could ever put on social media or you're not going to be into. Like, you just know that their feed is not for you, but you still have to do it. And I got one of those, and I paused. And I sat there, and I stared at it for a good long time before I hit follow back. <laughs> because, let's face it, too, <clears throat> there are things that you've warned me about, and, and this is not... Usually I mock the billboard and you being a celebrity and stuff. This is not mocking. This is all seriousness. You are, you know, <laughs> you are, you know, attaching myself to you exposes me to your followers from the radio show. Uh, yeah. And I know there, there's a certain type that can be, and I don't even call it, I don't want to be mean about it, but there's a type that can be a bit, uh, I think annoying is a nice way to say it. You know what I mean? A, a bit much. They can yeah. be a bit much. Yes. And, you know. And it's and I've been exposed to that, so it's it's interesting because uh, you warned me, and I didn't want to make anyone angry or whatever. But once you give an inch, oh, you get yeah, they want a mile. They take three feet. You yeah. know what I mean? And you know, um, 
you know, so it's just, it's, it's funny. Social media is a evil, evil temptress. But it can also be great. It can also be fantastic. It It is like six of one. Half dozen of the other. Um, hey, I, I sent you a picture of a snack this week. Did you happen to go and pick it up? I did not get out okay. to go. Well, I'm going to give it a go here. All right. It is Gibbles Cheese Puss, and I'm only going to give it a go because they had they had more flavors, Robbie. So if Ooh. if we get out again, we can get different a different flavor and try a different flavor <laughs> on the show, and you can get this flavor. And I can get your thoughts on that. So we haven't done a snack in a long time. I know you did one a couple weeks ago. I wanted to do one. Now, how do you feel about white cheddar, first of all? I love white cheddar. Actually, white cheddar popcorn to me is fantastic. Like, I love white cheddar popcorn. Like that's, my favorite. that smart food stuff? <laughs> yeah, like, and they say that smart food, that's bull ass because there's no smart, there's nothing smart oh, no. about it. <laughs> Hand to mouth. There's nothing smart about that. That there, That is genius marketing right there <laughs> to get us thinking that if you're eating smart food, you're eating healthy. Absolutely yeah. genius marketing. No. Um, this yeah. is Cheese Puffs from Gibbles, who were a part of the big uh, chip thing I did on the radio show back, I think in like August or something like that, where we tried different chips, different local chips to see was the best. And I thought I hated Gibbles, and Gibbles came out the winner on my scorecard. So they are now making some Cheese Puffs. And this is not your normal like cheddar, orangey Cheese Puff. This is white cheddar, but also jalapeno. Now, when you open it up and we snick our, stick our snaz right in there, I will tell you it has that, like white cheddar, is it, when I smell white cheddar, I get almost like a sweetness. Do you get that? A little bit, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so I get that along with the the jalapeno, uh, just a bit of a burn right off the bat, which is, it smells really good. Let me tell you that. It has a really pleasant smell. Sometimes cheese snacks can have a bit of a stank to them. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. It's 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 almost yeah. It's like a sweetie, buttery kind of flavor. Now I'm a I'm what a lover think? of the Goods cheese curls. I think they're excellent. They're my favorite. They're my go-to. These aren't as puffy and fluffy and light. They're a little denser. They're a little smaller. But let me tell you, the white cheddar's good, and it has just that bit of jalapeno burn that sits on your tongue. You don't even really get it for the first mm. cheese puff, but you get the next one, and it just kind of builds. It is a good cheese puff. This is I think this is a four, bordering on a four and a half. If we did the 4.25, I'd be right in there, but it's a four. I hate to say four and a half because I don't know if I like it better than the goods, but it's a nice alternative. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I I I love white cheddar. I think white cheddar and jalapeno because it almost like you said it has that sweetness. It almost like cools the jalapeno burn and or the pepper burn, and you get like just the flavor of the jalapeno. Yeah, really good. I highly recommend it. Again, Gibbles cheese puffs, jalapeno, white cheddar. I got it at the uh, Renders. NY missing. So normally when one Renders has it. They all have it, so go ahead and give it a look-see. Really, really good stuff. So I, uh, I highly recognize, uh, recommend that you go check it out. Speaking of Redner's, um, the same aisle where you have your snacks, like the Gibbles Cheese Puffs, is the aisle where they, on the other side, the opposite side facing it, is where the toilet paper is. And mm-hmm. we had not bought toilet paper at the Y Missing Redner's or anywhere because just happenstance, right before... The uh, pandemic hit. I think Sam's maybe had their toilet paper on sale. 
so my wife had stocked up on toilet paper. So we were chock-a-block with toilet paper, and we hadn't needed it. Yeah. And we still aren't low, 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 but we were at the point where you like to reload. Like, you never want to be in a panic situation with toilet paper, where it's a we yeah. must get it. You know what I mean? You want to keep that stock yeah. replenished at all times. You know, you never want to, you never want to, you never want to have to panic buy toilet paper. So my wife said, Hey, whenever you're out, you're the one running a lot of the errands. Whenever you're out, go ahead and just pick it up. If they have our brand, cause we're very brand specific. And by us, I mean me, I need my red Charmin toilet paper. That's what I love. That's what I need. And I will not let anything else touch my precious, precious backside. So yeah, I know you're very specific with that. Very stuff. specific. So we're walking through the aisle yesterday, or I was walking through the aisle, excuse me, Wednesday, and I happened to look, and there in the aisle were two 18-pack rolls, or 18-roll packs of the Charmin red toilet paper. Now, I'm not going to buy two, because as we said earlier, I'm cheap, and my wife normally buys this stuff, and I had no idea that an 18-pack of toilet paper is like $23. Toilet paper... More expensive than craft beer. Who knew? Not me. Who knew? So I was going to get one pack. Now I'm going to show you a picture because I have to preface it with saying where the 18 roll of toilet paper was, was behind a bar in the um, shelving. And it was packed side to side with other toilet paper. So I'm just going to show you the picture here. See if you can see it. Can you see how the red toilet paper? <laughs> yes. There is a bar right there that appears like almost like the toilet paper is in some sort of jail situation, right? Yes. And if you um, zoom in, you can see just how tightly on each side. And we will use this as a um, cover photo for one of our uh, for the show this week. You can see just how close on each side the toilet paper is to the other toilet paper, like it's jammed in there. Now, a smart person. What they would have done is they would have gone to one side or the other, which, by the way, one side's yellow Charmin, the other side's blue Charmin, both 18-packs, and they would have just removed an 18-pack or two from one of the sides so then they could slide out the red Charmin that they wanted. That's what a smart person would have done. That's what a person with some forethought would have done. And I realized that after looking at the picture. But what I tried to do, and who knew that the bear is telling you not to squeeze the Charmin was a cautionary tale. I tried to squeeze the Charmin together and then yank it out and around the bar. So try to squeeze it to like half the size and just overpower the toilet paper. That was You're my... Like shaking the shelves and... Yeah, like, like it's a pinball machine with the ball stuck. I'm putting it on tilt. I'm just shaking everything and trying to get it out. So I start pulling, and as I pull... I start going to the right side of the bar and the blue Charmin, the 18 pack starts shifting a little bit to the right because you know, I'm an idiot. And what I didn't realize was when one thing moves to the right, there's a little something called a domino effect where then everything to the right of that is going to move to the right because that is what an adult sees. All I want is a toilet paper in my cart. So after I give it one last yank and get it out from behind the bar, the toilet paper on the right of it, the blue toilet paper, shifts another six inches, and that is when domino effect takes place. And while the blue 18 packs have enough base and enough mass that they just slide, 
Next to the blue 18 packs were some, I don't know, Cottonelle, some other crap brand of toilet paper that I don't buy. <laughs> but just in the four packs, which start to just domino slowly off of the shelves and just fall from the shelves all the way onto the ground. And like 20, 25, I don't know, 30, four packs of toilet paper come flying off the shelf and onto the aisle of the floor in the supermarket. And I am faced with now having to clean up all the toilet paper. And it all happens in some sort of slow motion in front of you. And it's just <laughs> unfolding. And there's nothing you I can do to stop it. You see those videos of when the forklift like backs in? That's yeah. what I picture. That's what I it looks like. Picture, you know, yep, yep. That's fantastic. Yeah. So I caused some sort of toilet paper massacre at the Redner's and why I'm missing. And luckily, luckily for me, I worked at a Redner's back in high school. So my stock boy training came in handy because I had to restock the shelves. So I had to spend like five minutes restocking the shelves of the TP aisle at Redner's. Now, somehow, some way, there was no one else in the aisle when this happened. I was all by my lonesome. And thank goodness for that. Because I don't know if someone else, because I just imagine the person would have stopped and just watched the show because that's what I would have done. I would have. I would have just stood. And now if you were in danger, I would have saved you, you know, you know, but I would, I will watch. I will watch this. Well, there's no, I don't, I, I think back on it. And other than doing the preemptive strike and doing the mature thing of removing the TP, there's nothing you could have done. Once I set off the chain reaction of events, it was in motion. There was no stopping it. It was going to happen. You can't stop numerous things from... It's like when you watch a Looney Tunes cartoon and the dam starts breaking and, like, Elmer Fudd sticks his finger in the dam (laughs) and then water water starts squirting out another place so he puts his other finger in the dam and then water starts squirting out down on the right so he puts a toe in there. (laughs) Yeah, he's got all... All his hands and yeah. fingers. He's got his <laughs> cheeks pushed up against it. There's nothing you can do at a certain point. So that it was happening no matter what. But, you know, it's just like I have not gone anywhere. I go like one place a week, and, of course, I find a way. That's the first time in a while. I have not said anything embarrassing that I have done in public for like three months. And I think I'm doing pretty well. I think that is a record for me. Yeah, that's that's impressive. Yeah, I mean, because really not – Keller Lock really hasn't – besides getting your head hit. That's true. You're right. That wasn't my fault. Sign. That wasn't my fault, though. Yeah. Yeah, and then, other than that, you've been pretty good. Yeah. I've had really, I have I have had no tales of woe. Yeah. I mean, so you've been actually very good for Kel. And I think it's because you're like, you know, you're in the sanctity of your, you're in the, your fortress of solitude. Yeah, you know how you, <laughs> you know how you childproof homes when you have a little kid? Yeah, Julia is Mike proof the home. She has just made sure <laughs> that there's very little way for for me to injure myself. She's put all the little plugs and the, the plastic things in the yeah. plugs, added the walls and yeah. the toilet seat. I feel like Joey. The toilet seat is childproof. Remember the episode of Friends where Joey had to pee, and it was after yeah. uh, Rachel moved in with the baby, <laughs> and he couldn't open the toilet. Yes, that's how. Yeah, I'm Joey. Julie's Rachel. <laughs> and the and the relationship is just as creepy. It is, yeah. And it, 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 I think it's creepier. Yeah, I don't know about that. That is the creepiest relationship in the history of sitcoms. There is nothing on TV that has made me feel more uncomfortable than when Joey was kissing Rachel. 
And to this day, I will not watch those episodes. No, I won't either. I will not either. Because it makes me uncomfortable. And you can tell they're uncomfortable, and you can tell that they didn't want to do it. You know, you know I, I don't know. I have never you spoken know, I, to anyone who liked that storyline. No, and, and that's why it only lasted like two episodes. Like, it happened, they messed it up, and then, like, let's forget about it. Well, I mean, you're right, though. It didn't, it didn't last very long, but I... It lasted longer than it should have. Like in this day and age, it would have been shorter because of the immediate reaction of like social media. They would have gone back and reshot that crap. Oh my god! Yeah, oh, they would have boycott. You know, they would have boycotted it. You know, and it, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, it's it's crazy. So it's uh, it's yeah, that's an episode I won't watch. Or actually, those couple episodes I skip over. Can you imagine a storyline of Joey and Rachel in the age of Twitter? Oh my god, they would be destroyed. I would love to see that. Yeah, that'd be good. What we should do is we should sit down like a million millennials and make them watch that. Make them watch all the friends and just wait for that point when they all watch it together and then just go to Twitter. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they would they would flip their crap. I mean, till to this day, I feel people talking about that in interviews. They bring that up too, and like how they didn't want to do it and they thought it was wrong. And it was very wrong. It's very wrong. Yeah, it's like a brother and sister kind of it was weirdness. So very creepy. Um, hey, I watched Impractical Jokers Dinner Party. It was on last night. I DVR'd it. Watched it today. I don't know if you had a chance to check it out. Uh, I DVR'd it. Okay. I did not watch. It. All right. Well, I highly recommend you watch it. Uh, they decide. I guess what they're going to do is every week they're actually going to sit there and have dinner together, and they're going to do a different meal every week. And they started with spaghetti and meatballs, which is a terrible. T- first thing I thought, a terrible food to sit there and eat and talk at the same time. Oh, yeah. it's messy when you're not talking. Just you might also do wings. Just do wings if you're going to do spaghetti because it's <laughs> going to be just as much of a um of a of a massacre. And I think they're maybe trying to do it on purpose. Because they announced at the end of this episode that next episode they're going to make tacos. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if they're trying. Can you imagine to- it, the, like, you know, and. Uh- <laughs> yeah, it just seems like a bad idea. But I will tell I, you. I don't even know how to make tacos either. Like, how do you even do tacos? Because tacos are so messy. Yeah. Especially if you're doing it's hard so shell. It, yeah. Yeah. It spits out the bad. Oh, man. But I will tell you, I, I, I said I, I'm hoping it's going to be like a podcast or a radio show, just a bunch of guys sitting around talking, uh, busting chops, and that exa- that's exactly what it was. <laughs> Excuse me, the hiccups. And it was a little bit, uh, uh, you got some behind-the-scenes stuff, some stories from when uh, Joe and Murr lived with each other, and uh, they started off with Sal just having horrible technical issues, which was hilarious. Um, so I highly, highly recommend you check it out. It was laugh-out-loud hilarious. I, I was I was. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And you and it was did they miss a beat like I mean no did they no you don't yeah, even I, miss the fact they're not torturing each other physically yeah yeah I, yeah I mean that's that's one thing you know that's one thing that I, I I'm gonna miss the whole like them just torturing each other <laughs> but I mean you know this is just as good because they're you know ball busting so to yeah. speak and that's just as good so I think it might be more like their stage shows perhaps. Oh, yeah, that's true. Where they're just giving each other a hard time and doing comedy stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Because that's because I even said to you the one time, I wonder what their stage show is like. So that's probably just exactly what it's like. Yeah, it's it was really funny, a lot of fun. I highly recommend it. Every Thursday night at ten o'clock, and also it's on True TV where they have the um, Misery Index. Or yeah, so definitely check out the Misery Index is funny too, which actually might be on TBS, but I think they play it on both channels. So Misery Index very funny as well. All right, big news from this week as far as pop culture goes was um, the Justice League Snyder cut. There's been a movement on social media for probably three or four years released the Snyder Cut. For those of you who don't know, uh, Zack Snyder was the director of Man of Steel, director of Batman v Superman, the director of Justice League, but um, he had a family tragedy, had to leave Justice League before it was done, and Josh Whedon came in and took over, and they kind of changed a ton of things about that movie, and it was panned by critics. I think the fans like it a little bit more than the critics do. It's at 70% or something like that on Rotten Tomatoes for the fans, uh, but like very, very low, super rotten for the critics i didn't think it was as bad as everybody made it out to be i don't think it's 70 it's probably i would put it more in the 60 percent range like i don't think it's terrible it's just we're spoiled and we've talked about this because of marvel but uh everybody wanted to see what Zack snyder what his vision of the movie was and he announced yesterday during a uh, live screen a virtual screening of man of steel that they are yes putting out the snyder cut and not just that warner brothers is going to invest like $30 million into completing it, and then it's going to be on HBO Max. So, first of all, neither of us are huge DC movie fans, other mm-hmm. than uh, you're not at all. I loved all the old Batman movies. You're not yeah. at all with Christopher Nolan, but I loved Ben Affleck as Batman. I thought he was really great. Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman is fantastic. Um, what are your feelings on Zack Snyder, his cut of, Ju- of Justice League? Is that enough? When that comes out, let's say you're like me, you're not going to get HBO Max when it comes out. Is that enough when that's finally released in 2021 for you to plop down at least a month's worth of cash to watch the Snyder Cut of Justice League? How much did you say HBO will be a month? It's like 15 bucks. That's, I think, ridiculous. I, I think that is absolutely ridiculous. I would not pay anything more than 10 for any type of streaming service. There's not enough on there for me to pay 15 bucks a month. But one. Let's just say that um, and you're not going to get it every month. It just, it comes out the, let's just say the Snyder cut comes out. I've no idea. They haven't announced a month. We'll say March of 2021, right? This next March. Will yeah. you plop down 15 bucks to watch that on HBO max? If it's just for one month. <clears throat> uh, if, if I can get away with it for one month, probably. Because I want to see what all the scuttlebutt's about. I would pay, and I figure that's no different than me, like, going to a movie. You know what I mean? So I would pay the $15 probably to see it. Um, also, I mean, like, I could pay 15 bucks, we could pay 15 bucks, and we could get together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Too. I mean, and not even split it or anything. It's like, why would I make, if we all want to watch it, just one of us get it and we'll all come. You know, there's no point of us all spending, if there's five of us and we'll watch it, and spending, you know, 100 bucks, that's just dumb. Um, um, so it's, yeah. uh, but here's the thing though. Like, I didn't think it was a horrible movie. I didn't either. I didn't think, I didn't think it was as bad as everybody made it out to be. Everyone on that movie. And I don't, sorry. And I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a horrible movie. Like I thought it was good. It's, like, I think it's, I think, I don't think it's good. I wouldn't say good. I'd say it's fine. Well, I always say yeah, it's fine. fine. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's fine. I mean, Steppenwolf was kind of a horrible villain. Yeah. I mean, probably it, it was it was fine. He looks like an angry and, Liam Neeson. Yeah, it wasn't a good it wasn't a good villain. But anyway, I mean, it's not. A, it, but here's the thing too: like, what are they going to do to make it okay? Is it going to be darker? Is it going to be like what? What possibly could they do? Steppenwolf's still going to be in it. The same people are still going to be in it. But I don't think Steppenwolf's in it as much. I think I think they changed the whole direction when Josh Whedon came in. So there's oh, okay. They did reshoots, and they're actually bringing. They're talking about bringing the cast back now. Originally, I thought it was for reshoots, but they're saying just to re-record some dialogue. But they they have to put. I mean, thirty million dollars is a lot of money. I know it's not a huge amount, but you can make a lot of movies for thirty million. It's not three hundred million like some of these movies take. But that that means True. that means there's a lot of you know behind the scenes stuff that still has to happen. And I think they they did a lot of reshoots with Josh Whedon, and they changed the entire direction. And they did so much in that movie to change the direction that it affected Suicide Squad. So some of the nerdier movie podcasts are even talking about how uh, there might be a David Ayer cup, a cut of Suicide Squad, where they'll go back and you'll see now like what Suicide Squad was originally supposed to be in the DCEU if Justice League would have been what Zack um, Snyder wanted it to be. So that, talk about a domino effect with trying to rip toilet paper off a shelf. Exact same thing here, uh, but a bigger budget as far as um, uh, the DCU went. So this this could open up a whole can of worms. Yeah, I, you know, and I think, yeah, it, it's going to be interesting. I mean, I, if they're going to do, and I hope this isn't a money pull. Do you know what I mean? Like, I hope it's it's actually significantly different. I think it like, is. They're gonna, if they're going to advertise, it's going to be it's a completely different movie. Well, it's not a completely I'm, different movie, but it's it's well, significantly no, different. I can read you enough, what they said here. En- enough, yeah, enough of a change that's going to warrant me, you know, actually to, to put the fifteen bucks down. Um, however, it's not enough for me to keep that subscription going. No, I agree. I will get it for one month and uh, give it a try. Um, I'm trying to find here where it says bop 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 um, Snyder himself admitted that his own cut of the film existed, but the onus was on Warner Brothers to release it. While plans to release Snyder cut theory actually never took shape, it's value for HBO. Um, and I, I, this isn't the right article. I did read an article, and I've heard people talk. There, there's enough of a difference in what Snyder's plan was and what Whedon ended up changing that it's it's going to be significant. It's going to be significant. So I'm I'm looking forward to uh, checking it out. I I hope that it stands out now. I've also heard that this could end up being like a four-hour thing because he's going to go all in for this. And it also could end up being like a mini-series where they could release it in six chapters. Now, I'm hoping they don't do the week-by-week thing because then I'm going to have to jump in. See, that's going to be BS. Because that's that to me, that's a money grab. Well, of course it is. They want people to sign up. That I mean, they want people. That whole idea of this is to get people to sign up for HBO Max. What you have to do, but what you have to do, and then is be smart. If you only want to pay for one month, wait two weeks, and then jump in on uh, episode yeah. three so you can watch the whole thing. You know what I mean? But here's the thing, too. This is and this is my thing with the streaming services. If you can provide me enough content, do you know what I mean? Like enough content that you're okay. I'm in there. Oh, I can't live without HBO Max. Yeah. Then I'd be happy. You know what I mean? Like, do that. Don't do it in six. Break it up into six things and make me go for three months or whatever. If you want, Robbie, if you want to sell your product, make it good. That's, no, I, that's all everybody's doing. 
That's uh, now, but Netflix not. I gotta give it to Netflix. They're not doing that. But they are going to start doing it. They've come out and said so that they're going to start doing the weekly thing. That's why you see Amazon Prime doing some of that. That's why you see Apple Plus TV doing some of that. I know Disney's doing it. Yeah. I know they're all doing it. It's I mean, be I get thing. it. I get it. But Netflix started the whole you know binge watching. Oh, they thing spoiled with- us. They spoiled us. Yeah, and now I think that they see that other. Places are cashing in on this. Well, also, you know? forget about that. They're seeing that, you know, people get their service for one month because they want to watch a show and they're losing out on money. Yeah. They're, 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 they're spending tons of money on these shows. <laughs> it's not like they're they're um, shorting us on the budget for these shows or the actors for these shows. We're watching Defending Jacob on Apple Plus TV. Now, luckily, that's free, but that's the Chris Evans show yeah. in there. That's pretty good. But it's a weekly thing, so you gotta wait yeah, every week for it to come out. And it, it, when you go on these streaming services, you are so conditioned to just be able to watch the entire episode and binge it that it plays with your mind and it screws you up to have to wait every week. So I, we're just so spoiled by that. Yeah, and it's. I think I just have a problem with the fifteen dollars a month. To me, that just seems very high. Yeah, well, it depends what you and, get. I don't. I don't understand if you get. I think you might get everything. That is on HBO. So HBO might be fifteen dollars a month already. So I think you get everything. Now that's that's different. If if you if you get HBO with a fifteen dollars a month, yeah, then I think that's fine. I don't know. If I you, think that's absolutely. Yeah, I don't know if you get it on your TV, but I think like next day you'll be able to watch whatever is on HBO or something like that. I'm fine with that then. Like if it's just this, okay, there's HBO and then there's HBO Max, yeah. and you gotta pay thirty. Some month for both of them. No, no, I'm no, not no, 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 no. I think you get everything that's there, and and you, um, you have a whole bunch. There's a whole bunch of stuff on there. They, they, they are they are not. Yeah, I saw the movie release. Yeah. There's a ton of movies, yeah. and I mean, I, how many movies do you go back and watch to make fifteen dollars a month justifiable? Yeah, it depends. Like the Disney Plus we watch because of Marvel and stuff, but uh, if you're bebopping, there's just so much new content. It's hard to watch old content. That, there's a lot of movies I'd like to watch, but there's other stuff I want to watch that's new, so it's hard to keep up. So, uh, but they yeah. they do a good job at making things you know attractive. I'll say that. And I, the money thing, like everything's a money grab, man. You know, every if if we started trying to make money off of this, it'd be a money grab. So it, you know, everything everything business does is to try to yeah. suck you in to spend money. I think my issue with the HBO thing, like, well, not only just HBO, all these streaming services, you're at the point where, like, I'm trying to cut the cord. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? And it's like, now there's 15 streaming services, and now you're paying more for the streaming services than you would for cable. Yeah, nothing about this surprises me. I've said for years, even if there wasn't all these streaming services, and it was just cable channels via the internet, then the internet company is going to charge you more for your internet because half of them are also cable companies. So we were never going to, there might've been a short window where you're going to be able to save a couple bucks, but within six months, we're all going to be spending just as much as we were before, whether the cord is cut or not. If if you want to watch everything, if you want to enjoy everything. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they're spending tons of money on this stuff. So they're not, they're not, they're not gonna. They're not gonna give the break to you. They got. They do have to make their money back. I mean, they spent. Was it like hundreds of millions of dollars for Friends? What was the money they spent for Friends? Oh, I. I think they spent like wasn't like a couple hundred million. Yeah, or something. Same thing for Big Bang Theory. I mean, they they gotta. Yeah. They they're they're investing for sure. In and I know, like, want. and now Seinfeld has going is going back to Netflix, or if, I don't know they were on Netflix, but Hulu is losing them. They're going back to yeah. them. And they think they spent two hundred million. Yeah. On, on that rights for five years or something, which is crazy to me 
that these actors, I mean, good for them. I'm not discounting that, but they're still making money on these shows that were around 20 years. $425 million for Friends is what HBO Max called uh, spent. $425 million. So you figure even if a hundred million of that is split six ways or whatever, they just cash. I mean, the oh, rest goes to the. It's more to, than that because they're all. Sure, it's more. I don't even know if that counts the reunion deal. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, five hundred million for Big Bang Theory. Five hundred. So they spent nine hundred twenty-five million on two shows. And by the way, that also makes me sick that they spent more money on Big Bang Theory than Friends. Well, you that what? Show is- I mean, it all comes down to a bidding war. It's not that yeah. friends put a price tag on it. They said, hey, how much will you pay for it? And, you know, you get into a bidding war for something. And you don't necessarily pay what it's worth at the end of the day. You pay how much you want it and how much you want someone else to not have it. <laughs> so, they, yeah, that's true. They thought uh, it was worth $500 million for like Netflix to not have Big Bang Theory. It's crazy. Uh, I'm excited. Sunday <laughs> is the big match. Phil Mickelson and Tom Brady versus Tiger Woods and Peyton Manning. Last weekend, there was some uh, golf action as like Ricky Fowler, Rory McIlroy, Dustin Johnson, and Matthew Wolf were playing a skins game, which was a lot of fun to watch because it was golf and we haven't had it in a while. And now this week, Sunday at 3 o'clock on TNT, TBS, True TV, and HLN, uh, you're going to get to see these four all-time greats, two in golf, two in football battle each other in florida i am super pumped up for this yeah i i'm i'm actually looking forward to it as well i think it's i think it's like i know there i mean there was a rivalry i guess between peyton and and um brady but not really like i think the extent of tiger and 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 phil so it's gonna be but i think the media made more of that of a rivalry yeah it's hard for two players to have a rivalry in football when there's 22 guys out there (laughs) exactly yeah so it's gonna be it's very cool to see them together and it's cool that's for charity i'm, I'm happy that it's not on pay-per-view so i thank goodness save me some cash because i'm the sucker who yeah. bought it last time well that yeah. is it's four of the biggest names in sports over the last 20 years on one show yeah and i think it's fa- i think it's fantastic i yep. think and i i mean you said it was pretty entertaining the the, the match yeah it was Tiger. fun to watch it wasn't the greatest golf in the world but it was still fun to watch i think hopefully this golf will be better and uh, just as entertaining uh, you're gonna have charles barkley out there doing some uh broadcasting so that'll be fun <laughs> and then immediately following that on golf channel i think it's 10 o'clock or something or set whatever it is check your local listings uh you'll get to see the tiger woods documentary about his um, Tiger Slam when he won all four majors at the same time. Uh, we got to get out of here. That's Robbie, cool. you have a great, great week. Uh, we'll be back next week for more of this nonsense. Let's do it. Let's do it. He's there. I'm here. Maybe soon we'll be reunited, and it'll feel so good. Feels so good. All right, Robbie, we'll talk to you later. Say goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.